0: I don't I think I think you are But you can't play mind games With it I suppose You just gotta like Brute force it Catch it by surprise Gotcha Eggs are tough to catch uh, on, By surprise because
1: They have 12 eyes I, don't know.
0: I I've never surprised An egg
1: Have you? Uh, do you I mean Do you think an egg Is surprised when you Crack it in
0: the frying pan? Or is it Expecting it? I don't know man I, I have a degree In philosophy But I'm not here To argue the sentience Of uh, of an egg So Gotcha Tuned into the GoCast podcast, your one stop shop for updates, news, tips, and community in the world of Pokemon Go. Thank you for listening. Shiny Raikou appears, Mudkip Day is on the horizon, Pokemon Go's third anniversary, and more on this episode of GoCast. Hello and welcome to episode 53 of the GoCast podcast. It's July 2nd, yet another blessed Tuesday. My name is Chris, I'm your host. And this week, I'm not at all joined by either of my two co-hosts, Ness or Kyle. Both of them are rather ill, which is ironic because, uh, well, okay, let me introduce Nick first. Nick, he's here. Nick Cooper, you remember him. I thought it
1: was Ness and Kyle, but it was me, Nick.
0: No, it's uh, somebody completely different than either of those two individuals. So uh <laughs> Yeah. Thanks for being here. Yeah. I think I think this makes you an official Tuesday podcast now. I think so. Um even when we recorded on this last Saturday or two Saturdays Quote ago now Saturday, I suppose. We'll see. Right. Okay. No, no, no. It, it recorded. We recorded it on Saturday, mm-hmm. but there was some audio issues. It got pushed back until Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Nonetheless, the universe has clearly made its uh, its vote. So anyway, <laughs> <laughs> so it's ironic that you're here and neither of my co hosts are here because this is technically our one year anniversary podcast. Oh. Uh-huh. <laughs> so uh happy anniversary nick hey, thanks happy thanks for anniversary being here. you're welcome you've yeah. been here this whole time oh man i really <laughs> appreciate it anyway you know what else i appreciate new patrons the in these two in particular ian and baker boy Thank you both very much. We appreciate you guys helping support the show and hopping in the Discord. Can't wait to, well, I guess in like a month, do remote PvP if that's your deal and uh, just get to know you a little bit better. Okay, so now that all the formalities are out of the way, let's talk about goals and how our past weeks went. Nick, you weren't here, so you didn't have a goal. I was not. And the end of our last episode got cut off, so none of us got to quote-unquote set goals. But for myself, I have mine written down. I wanted to... Not fall behind on 500 raids this summer and get 200,000 Stardust. Uh, and then JT Valor, who was on our last episode, his goal was catch three shinies, which he did do. Publicly put it out on Twitter. He checked in. He did it. Nice. rest him. And for myself, I did not fall behind on 500 raids this summer. In fact, this seems like a good opportunity to give a quick little update. We are at currently... That are at least logged. There are a few raids I haven't logged yet, but 73 raids in. So we're on track. I've gained 98,500 stardust, 800,000 experience, and I've only seen three of these guys run from me. So that includes the Kyogre Raid Hour and the Raikou Raid Day. So I don't know who was smiling on me, but hey, it it really worked out. So there's that. If you guys haven't seen it, I put up a second video as an update for how Fundraise of Summer is going. But anyway, Nick. Hey. What about you, man? Hey. How's your best week been? Uh so, I mean,
1: in Pokemon Go, kind of uneventful. I mean, I did Raikou Day. I, I think I wound up catching 10 of 13 Raikou. Uh so not quite as lucky as uh as Mr. Chris, but uh, I did catch a shiny and one of them was effectively perfect, 15 14 15. That's pretty exciting. Dang. Yeah, it got a lot of extra power that guy up. Uh probably going to be good for the foreseeable future i hope and how how are you doing on your trek to 40 where are you at right now oh it's slowed down a lot uh i'm about a quarter of the way into 34 okay i kind of fell off the wagon a little bit but slowly getting back on as things get a little more interesting and less um i'll say shiny content focused sure there you go
0: okay fair enough uh so did this put a huge dent in your xp goals the Raikou day yes i'm assuming it did yeah
1: absolutely uh, i didn't have a lucky egg going the whole time but i i mean uh because i don't have any but yeah i i easily got most of this 25 percent you know for, just from those those 13 raids i did oh yeah definitely
0: so, so even if you don't have a lucky egg going that's 130k mm-hmm. right there like that's a fair amount of experience all right cool yeah. well speaking of raikou day why don't we uh hop into the news I don't want to talk about my week too much because, well, 500 Raids this Summer was pretty much the focus of it. It was just a lot of raids. But Raikou Day is really where the meat and potatoes of the conversation is, I suppose, this week, as at least as far as, like, review goes. So you already mentioned you said you did 13 raids. You got one shiny? Yeah, one shiny out of 13. Ooh, yikes. Yeah, not great. <laughs> one shiny out of 13. Not great. All right. We did uh, 18, and I got two shinies. All the other people in our group, our immediate group, I suppose, like, in my car. Uh, they all got one shiny, so mm-hmm. we all did pretty well. I think the rate is reportedly 1 in 19 for these raid days. I didn't check to see if that was verified for this day, but I didn't hear any noise to indicate otherwise. So, And it's usually 1 in 19? Yes, for these okay. raid days, like the the legendary bird days last summer, mm-hmm. they were all like basically 1 in 19. They varied a little bit, but the average was kind of like 1 in 19. So, so I,
1: I didn't participate in the Lapras one. Was and there haven't okay. been any other since like this year, right? In twenty
0: Uh nineteen, there's been Gengar Day, but that was last year as well. But Lapras was this this so year. Yes.
1: How many? How many? I guess for a, a tier five raid, because it would be more. How many is like I, I don't know, pretty average to to complete.
0: It kind of depends on on your style of raiding. Mm-hmm. Uh, it also really depends on the availability. So give me uh, give me a little bit of context. Are we talking like in a city setting, or are we saying?
1: Yeah, I, I guess, yeah, hardcore Chicago is probably 30, 40, you know, but um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I, I guess, like, on the lower end, with we, like, pretty pretty casual, pretty not centralized.
0: So let's just say from one gym to the next, you, there wouldn't be, like, an hour you had to drive to the next one. Let's just say no, you had yeah, a constant yeah. supply of gyms, mm-hmm. and the only restraint that you have is walking there and time spent. Sure, yeah. If you use the Wafu method... you Uh, you could probably yeah we'll get to it in a second okay you can (laughs) you can effectively cover i think i've heard people say it's a wide range it really depends if you're in a car you're on foot if you get the catch early or not or if you are not catching them at all and just trying to do it for completion Mm -hmm. i mean people do like 60 plus rates even more than that depending yeah it's it's the same thing with people that kind of like quick catch during community day you know Mm -hmm. they're not really checking everything they do that after they just try to catch as many as possible but the wafu method is basically like you hop into a lobby and as soon as the fight starts then you're able to safely leave the uh zone of interaction around the gym and you can walk pretty much as far as you want while you're fighting and catching to the next gym so if you plan it correctly you never have any dead space when you're not raiding waiting in a lobby catching etc yeah. Interesting. So that's how people do that. It's incredibly hardcore. I've never done it really. Not to that degree. You know, a little bit of walking during fighting everyone now and then, mm-hmm. like when you remember to. But for me, I'm usually just so engrossed in the raid, you know. Yeah. And usually you have people
1: that you're <laughs> so. talking to the whole time. And yeah, not, right. conducive, to, exactly. not conducive to
0: walking. And doing that. So, did you build up a team? How'd it go? Like, did you have people to raid with? What What was your situation? Like?
1: Um. So yeah, we we uh, have a little group in our Discord. Um. We broke it down into uh, areas of town. Uh, I live in a moderately sized city, I would say. And initially, we started with a group. It was probably two groups of twenty. Pretty, I mean, pretty fast clears. Uh. We eventually got ahead of the group somehow. I think we skipped a. I think we skipped a Starbucks gym that had a terrible parking lot. Um, oh no. yeah, and we were going to, we were just <laughs> going to wait at the next one and and just give up that one gym. Um, and then we started to kind of develop this, uh, I think four to five man group where we would just be able to clear the gyms, uh, not as quickly, of course, but the rewards are better, uh, more pokeballs. And, uh, we ended up, I don't know, pretty ahead of the group. So yeah, I think that was, that was really how we, how we took it. There was a pre-planned out raid path that we took which uh, was pretty cool.
0: Oh, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. My local group did the same thing. They have a picture uh, of the area where all the gyms are and they have them numbered with the route in between and they adjust it depending on, you know, if there's EX rates that are scheduled during that time or whatever, and everybody knows the route already. So Mm -hmm. we just moved here and I just found our local group. So they were kind enough to really kind of guide my group of like four people around our our immediate area, which is pretty cool. Yeah, it's, it's kind of incredible to see how now that I've moved to, I've played this game in three different areas, right? Distinctly different areas mm-hmm. that it's interesting to see how these communities kind of like adapt to, to their environment. Like the suburban play is a lot different than the urban play down the city or even the rural play like out in farmlands and stuff like that. It's, it's kind of interesting to see. Mm-hmm. You know what isn't interesting to see? Nick, maybe it is for you. It is for me. But it's not for me. Oh, it yeah. is. Okay. I kind of figured it would be. <laughs> Groudon is in raids until July 6th. If you didn't notice, the whales are all missing. Where did they go? Yes. Where Have you seen I haven't seen them. This is the first suspect. Oh, well. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's true. If there's any to be found, it's probably uh somewhere that she, where she wherever she hit them. Yeah. Uh, but Groudon's back in raids again until July 6th, so Ooh. uh Yep, four more days, I think. Yeah, four more days. Today's the second. So mm-hmm. uh, This is, I think, the fourth time or fifth time we're seeing Groudon return. Have you already had a, a, a like you know, the opportunity to give it the, the old college try on Groudon yet? Yeah,
1: so earlier this year when Kyogre and Groudon came back, I was able to catch two, I think. I had a 100% run for me, and that was pretty fun.
0: Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, that's heartbreaking. It was.
1: Oh, my it God. It was the only, the only one I've ever checked – during catch and i vowed since then to not to not check because i don't want to know what you get, i don't want to
0: know yeah exactly um
1: but yeah i'm excited i don't have a shiny yet so that's pretty cool
0: yeah what do you think about the shiny coloration
1: i like it i mean i'm not in the uh kyle camp of hating green but uh i so <laughs> yeah. i think it looks
0: great <laughs> i don't think okay in, in his defense i don't think he hates green i just think that he hates yeah. that so many shinies are green right? i mean it, it is yeah, yeah, but- yeah it is I, a
1: huge portion is our group? Yeah, definitely. So, Especially this like me. ugly
0: highlighter yellow thing that's going on with Groudon. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. I like it. <laughs> I'm looking forward to catching a bunch of Groudon because I I have to for 500 raids of summer. It's pretty much unavoidable. Uh, so I'm not I'm not down on that at all. Considering the fact that with my experience this, this past couple of weeks, I've been struggling with, and I'm I'm man enough to admit this: three star raids, oh. Jolteon in particular. And Starmie, if it knows Power Gem, are really, they're just monsters. And so for the first time, going against the Jolteon, in order to do it, I had to max out and put a bunch of points and uh, candy and Stardust into Groudons. And so now I'm hurting. Mm -hmm. I'm really excited to see this guy come back just for the farm. You know what I mean? Yeah, that'd be nice. Why don't you tell us about Mudkip Community Day? Because it's, uh, well, it's pretty much what you expect it to be
1: so i i mean i love community day. i'm very excited for mudkip uh sunday july 21st 4 to uh, 4 p.m to 7 p.m local time not terribly exciting Ooh, uh i think if it's gonna be that hour. late it should probably be a saturday but yeah i would think so too hey what do i know uh three times catch xp <laughs> Ooh, that'll be real nice get some lucky eggs going Delicious, yes. Uh, mudkip will obviously appear more frequently. Uh, lore modules will last three hours. Uh, shiny mudkip will be out. And uh, if you evolve marsh stomp into swampert, you'll get a special move, and that's for the duration or one hour afterward. What do you think the move's going to be? This is going to be a hydro cannon, right? Hydro Pump. yeah, definitely. I don't know, no, you... hydro cannon. Okay, hydro cannon. Yeah. I didn't know if they were
0: different or not. No, they're the they're they're different things, yeah. hydro cannon position?
1: between someone like J.T. Valor last week and uh, No Name Nick this week.
0: our <laughs> 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 Hydro Pump and Hydro Cannon the same thing, Chris? I don't know. That is a Yahoo yeah. <laughs> answer question that I have asked, <laughs> that I have posed to you in yeah. this forum. No, but they're like so similarly named and they mm-hmm. pretty much do the same thing. They're just like a blast of water damage, yeah. like high damage water move. So... Mm-hmm. Uh, that That is fine. It's not like they're completely different things, you yeah, know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the shiny is going to be pink. So uh, I'm always a fan when the shiny isn't boring, it's I suppose. Green. <laughs> well, no. I, I, you know, green is my favorite color. I mean, oh, that's I not a that. problem. Huh. I just really like it when shinies are like vibrant and kind of in your face about it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. When you know it's a shiny. So, Right. Exactly. If like you pink ha- slack off, great.
1: If you haven't, pink by slacking, the way. slacking, No. If you haven't, by the way, you should look at Marshtomp's eyes because they're the eyes of a of a Pokemon that's terrified that he's seen something. Let me see. <laughs> he has seen. I think the is s- even better. Yeah, the shiny is way better. <laughs> it's marsh Stomp yellow. It's like
0: he's got jaundice or something. Has seen war. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so Swampert's pretty cool. Yeah, with, with Hydro cannon i'm not entirely sure if he's going to be i think he's going to be similar to where like for alligator is but the uh the ground typing uh is is kind of interesting so we'll see how he shakes out but should be super know, nothing, super good right yeah but nothing like meta breaking but yes he will be mm-hmm. relevant and a, and a good choice yeah. definitely the cool thing about having a water type with a ground um secondary typing is that it makes it neutral to electric damage yeah So probably better for PvP then? Because you wouldn't take... You would just
1: take ground and not water to PvE to raids and stuff.
0: Right, depending. Yeah, Mm. but the problem with the water-ground typing is that it's four times as weak to grass. Oh, okay. There's some pretty big
1: grass-heavy hitters.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There are, yes, especially since we've gone through a, a number of them and everybody loves those Frenzy Plant... Uh competitive Venusaur. So <laughs> true. <laughs> that could spell disaster for our heroes. But all right, next big thing here, APK mine for 0.147.1. I hope you guys are ready for a lot of speculation Uh, because, well, there's a lot, there's a lot <laughs> to unpack here. My word. All right. So again, none of this is confirmed. This is all stuff that's been inferred from the code. And this is the nice, succinct summary that was on the pokemon go hub.net site so here we go Uh, we're going to go through all of these and then we'll go back and talk about the ones that are very important or are worth you know kind of having a discussion about so firstly invasions a new type of gameplay that seems to tie with shadow pokemon and team rocket invasions will probably feature npcs and take place at pokestops um, as team rocket can overtake a pokestop again a lot of this stuff is just speculation so don't get too excited, although this is really exciting. Shadow Pokemon, number two. A new form of Pokemon that have their own stats, move values, candy, and Stardust multipliers. So basically, they're going to be similar to a species of Pokemon, whatever their shadow version is of that given Pokemon, but all all the stuff around them. So Stardust, what it takes to level them up, power them up, change moves, all that stuff will be a little bit different. Purification, number three. A new mechanic to apparently convert a shadow Pokemon into its normal version looks like it's going to need Stardust and Candy to work. Number four, Pokemon alignments can be shadow or purified. So I suppose all the Pokemon that we currently have are all purified? Hmm. Hmm number five three new moves frustration return and synchronize these are all very interesting moves uh i'm hoping that it'll make combat a little bit more interesting synchronize is interesting because what synchronize does in the main series games um, when a pokemon that has synchronized is burned paralyzed or poisoned by another pokemon that pokemon will be inflicted with the same status condition synchronize uh, will not inflict sleep or freeze those are the two exceptions again that's in the, in the main series game but this is an ability and abilities don't exist in pokemon go as of right now so hmm. this could imply a lot of things not entirely sure welcome back to this number six two new badges badges for the number of pokemon purified and team rocket grunts defeated so it sounds again more and more like they'll be npc like battle encounters number 7, two new quest types, battle team rocket and purify pokemon quests, and number 8, a new item called route maker. So, that's a lot, Nick. What do you think looking at this?
1: As someone who does not play super hardcore, the idea of shadow pokemon are is very overwhelming to me. Uh,
0: okay. This, Can you elaborate y- a little bit? Yeah,
1: to me uh, as someone who's not entirely, you know, the most familiar Uh, is, is that I, and I'm, it probably doesn't work this way, but that any and every Pokemon could have a shadow variant. And it says with their own stats, move values, candy, and stardust, which is effectively doubling the amount of Pokemon currently available
0: right so there is a limited list of pokemon that had the the potential shadow uh, and purify tags with them it's it's a pretty it's a pretty digestible list uh now it seems like an appropriate time to go through them so really quick these are all things that you probably expect uh team rocket to have plus some interesting choices so ratatan radicate we knew those Zubat and Golbat and Crobat. Crobat's kind of a weird one because that's a really only big departure from Generation 1 in this entire list. Bulbasaur line, the Charmander line, the Squirtle line, the Dratini line, Snorlax. And then aside from Crobat, the only major departure from Generation 1 is Mudkip, Marsh Stomp, and Swampert. I wonder if that coincides with the community. Gets you to think exactly exactly since that seems to be the outlier and since that outlier seems to really line up timing wise with this upcoming event that we're going to have for community day i don't think it's too far off the mark to mm. say that we should probably expect something this community day but anyway the list is is relatively is relatively small so yeah what okay do you think?
1: yeah entirely more yeah digestible like you said Um, I mean, it sounds sounds really cool. It'll be interesting to see if uh, these different stats sort of change the value of these Pokemon. Like if Shadow Mm -hmm. Snorlax is uh, somehow, I don't know, more valuable as an attacker rather than, you know, this big beefy boy.
0: Yeah, that's true. I really hope that Shadow Pokemon are not limited. Uh, Like, you know, I I hope that I can use them to attack gyms, defend gyms, not like legendaries. Mm, and I really yeah. hope that I can uh, like use them in PPP and stuff because I would I, I, I want this variation. I know you said it's kind of overwhelming and it is even with this small pool, you know, especially changing up how many I'm sitting on a million Charmander just because I have too many, you know, that I, I don't want to throw away. To mm-hmm. throw Shadow in with that is going to be kind of a kind For of something on the living decks. Yeah, <laughs> I wonder if Shadow can be shiny
1: huh oh jeez.
0: Hmm. that's a question for another day <laughs> so anyway yeah that's there's a lot of stuff on the horizon again nothing here is confirmed it is all speculation although it isn't the code so you're pretty safe kind of assuming that these things are going to be in the game somehow or another um but Yeah, I don't want to spend too much time on it because nothing's confirmed. But the only thing on here that I'm not entirely sure... Like, I have no idea how this could work is this new item called the Route Maker. So, I mean, I don't really... I can't think of anything for that. Possibly level 40 Pokestop submissions?
1: An item specifically for that?
0: Yeah, I I wonder if that has to do with Pokestop submissions. Although we would have seen this item a lot sooner because... Those nominations are open in other countries, but that's a good idea. Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't know. It's tough. Yeah, I don't know. I guess we'll have to see, but yeah, nothing is coming to mind. Not even my wildest dreams. Nothing. (laughs) Okay. Anyway, let's move on to uh, probably the biggest event happening right now. Third anniversary event. Happy third anniversary, Pokemon Go. Woo! So that started on June 28th. We're already like way into this. There's shiny Alolan Pokemon. They're all out. All of the shiny versions are out. So if you've seen them around and you're like, wow, my Alolan variant is a has different color variant and that's crazy. Well, now they're actually shiny. They're not confusing people anymore. Uh, There's also Pikachu party hat photo bombs that are happening with, I think, the first guaranteed snapshot you do in a day until July 6th and then until September 2nd, there's some. Interesting things going on. Uh, The first being a new research called jumpstart research. And this is the summary for that. Looking to get up to speed with your research. Do you have a friend who wants to play, but feels they've missed out on too much in Pokemon go. Don't worry. Trainers can complete new special research for helpful rewards that will jumpstart their new or continuing adventures. This special research is only available this summer for players at level 10 or higher. So be sure to let your friends know about this opportunity to join in and get special rewards. So if you guys at least start this quest, you can complete it. So start it before September 2nd and you're in the clear as long as you're over level 10, which you could probably do in like an hour. So, okay, yeah, I was going to ask about that. It seems quite strange to
1: limit that to level 10 uh, unless that's some way to prevent, I don't know, abuse of trade or something like that
0: i believe level 10 is when you unlock the ability to do the special research in general like as a feature yeah i could be wrong it's been a long time so if i'm wrong forgive me dear listener but i'm pretty sure that's that's why Mm -hmm. but also i I think you have to be level 10 in order to have friends and stuff like that unlock the friend stuff so Ah, okay and i know i know for sure because i'm i'm just about finished with this entire thing already that mm-hmm. there's a a bunch of make new friends stuff in there. So that would also make sense. But okay. Anyway, an additional bonus raid bonuses. Take down raid bosses faster and earn extra bonus premier balls to catch them with when you raid with friends. So increased raid friend bonuses and then just decreased Stardust cost for trading. Trading Pokemon will cost one quarter less Stardust, which is pretty rad. I've been enjoying this. I liked the uh, the Alolan spawns we've been getting out the first three hours uh people were kind of bummed that there wasn't boosted alolan spawns although to be very honest they never promised that there would be they just said that alolan variants would be shiny potentially in the wild when you encounter them but you know people were upset on social media three hours later niantic boosted those spawns so get your tall boys while you can they're shiny around Yeah, they're awesome. Have you seen, like, what they look like yet? No. Ooh, they're, like, a little bit red. They're, like, orange. Ooh. It's real cool. You should should try to snag one if you can. Well, yeah. But I'm pretty excited about this event. It's always really cool what they do for these anniversary events. Uh, If your party hat photobomb Pikachu is shiny when it spawns in the overworld after you take the snapshot, that thing will also be shiny. So that's pretty cool. Hmm. I wish they would do that for more Pokemon, but... Beggars can't be choosers. (laughs) Is there a particular aspect of this event that jumps out to you, Nick? Absolutely.
1: I am super excited for the Jumpstart research. I am hoping, actually, that this research doesn't end in a mythical Pokemon. uh, Because I think that it not ending in a mythical Pokemon is more likely that they will just add in research that is more common. I would love to see, you know, monthly research catch... 200 i don't know catch 200 pokemon catch a thousand pokemon get some x level of reward something that more than the the first than the streaks i suppose
0: yeah and and the occasional
1: you know events that uh have been hit or miss for me
0: yeah because adventure sync really just doesn't scratch that itch the rewards don't seem good enough
1: Mm -hmm. i mean they seemed super good during the 50,000 dust for 50 kilometers
0: yeah and arguably that's the way it should always be in my opinion uh but yeah i agree yeah like going going back to regular adventure sync rewards and i hit 50k and the best thing i got out of that was a 10k mm-hmm. so i mean that's not it was a dratini it's not enough for me no it was probably a shinx. i hatch more <laughs> shinx than i know what to do with to be very honest but yeah um i've already done this this research right and i can already tell you because i've even though I haven't finished step six, which I'm on, mm-hmm. I know the reward is not a mythical Pokemon, so you're you're in the clear.
1: Well, good. I I think that is a good sign for this to occur more frequently then.
0: Definitely, and I mean this research is based on all the rewards and stuff that's in it. It's more of like a like an advanced tutorial for people. It mm-hmm. steps you through walking a buddy, doing a snapshot, adding friends, evolving a Pokemon, explains shiny Pokemon. It explains rarer spawns of Pokemon and it gives you so much experience. I think it's 405,000 without any lucky egg throughout the course of the thing. That's a lot. Yeah, it sure is. So, I mean, they're not, they're not messing around. They really want to catch everybody up. Mm -hmm. So, (laughs) yeah. Uh, and then the last thing here before we move into the rest of the show is that there's new boxes in the store. Woo. Mm -hmm. So, uh, Here's the rundown. In the special box, three raid passes, one incubator, two star pieces, three lucky eggs. That's an okay special box. For the great box, four raid passes, three super incubators, six star pieces, and five max revives. The revives are definitely an inspired choice, but it's hard to say no to six star pieces. I don't know, Nick. Uh, Do you you raid enough where revives are... Worth it to you? (laughs)
1: Uh, I actually ran out of revives on the very last Raikou that we did. Um, I think I still have a... Um, oh gosh, who's the (laughs) what? What's the Pokemon? What's the Pokemon? Uh, which Pokemon that has the the shoots the rocks? Comes out of Rhydon, Rhyperior. I think I have one dead, one dead Rhyperior right now. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Just dragging his corpse around till I can find him.
0: (laughs) He won't even get in the ball when he's dead. (laughs) Really just got to carry him around by his very heavy, very heavy. (laughs) He is actually made out of stone. Funny story. I see. I see. explains it. That's weird. I
1: I mean, but however, something that I can get out of a gift, a buggy stop, probably not something I'd spend money on.
0: That's true. That's true. Um. Okay, so the, the ultra box is fifteen raid passes, six super incubators, four lucky eggs, and four incense. Now that's a box. Mm-hmm. That definitely is a box. That pretty much hits all of the all of the right buttons. I might swap out the incense for star pieces, but you know, if the perfect box was always in the store, it wouldn't be exciting when it rolls around. Yeah. I suppose. Um, Adventure box is fifteen super incubators, four incense, two regular incubators, and four lucky eggs. So. Lots of incubators over there, as always, Back in the to hatching box. box. Mm-hmm. That's, that's one of them hatching boxes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm definitely going to probably pick up an ultra box, um, although I really got to stop doing that because I am not going to burn through the raid passes this summer at this rate. So, <laughs> yeah. I'm still at 400, man. I don't know what Ooh. my problem is. Like Your problem is you goodness. got uh, 400 and... Twenty seven more raids to do. Sure do, sure <laughs> do. Actually, at the end of today, I'm at seventy six. So oh, that's still quite a twenty twenty four. <laughs> that's right. So goodness, I think I'm at four hundred one raid passes. We'll see how it goes. Okay. Anyway, okay, that's enough news. Uh, let's do Pogalore. Execute the
1: egg Pokemon in Executor or uh, the Coconut Pokemon or what we have. On the agenda for today, uh, Execute is a Pokemon Mm -hmm. resembling six light pink eggs, usually seen arranged with five heads huddled around a sixth. Each head has a slightly different facial expression, but each face has triangular eyes with tiny black pupils and a small mouth. Each shell has some cracks, and one member of the bundle usually has its yellow insides or brain exposed. Oh, Mm. Lord. Uh, More numerous cracks are a sign that it is close to evolution. Despite looking like eggs, Execute... Uh, is actually more closely related to plant seeds. It is believed to carry genes of plants and other species. Uh, execute gathers in swarms of six. The heads communicate with each other by using a form of telepathy that only they can understand. Should the number of execute be reduced to less than six, the remaining execute will attempt to replace it with a similarly sized Pokemon as seen in the anime. Pidgeotto in <laughs> <and laughs> Crab Brawler. Crab Brawler? Uh, Crab are, Brawler. Are, are its natural predators, which it chases off with uh, psychokinesis. Execute inhabits jungles and forests. In the Alolan, Alola region, it tends to be heavier. This is due to the shells being packed full. Execute and its evolved form, Executor, are the only known Pokemon that can learn Barrage.
0: Can you imagine trying to like make some eggs in the morning, and then as soon as you're about to crack it, you just like have a headache and you have to put it down? <laughs>
1: Can you imagine being a predator, right? And your prey has psychokinesis. Mm. I can't
0: imagine being a happy predator. Are you? Are you a
1: predator? And then?
0: having? Mm, I don't. I think. I think you are, but you can't play mind games with it. I suppose you just gotta like brute force it, catch it by surprise. Gotcha. Eggs are tough to catch uh on, by surprise because they
1: have twelve eyes. I don't know.
0: I, I've never surprised an egg of you. Uh,
1: do you? I mean, do you think an egg is surprised when you crack it in the frying pan, or is it expecting it?
0: I don't know, man. I I have a degree in philosophy, but I'm not here to argue the sentience of uh of an egg. So gotcha. All right, well, tell, why don't you clear the air and tell me about Exeggutor
1: Hey, Exeggutor, jeez, uh is a tall bipedal Pokemon that resembles a, song, a palm tree. Oh, I said psalm. Oh, it took me right back to Sunday school. <laughs> <laughs> That resembles a palm tree. Its body and legs are light brown with thin black rings, and its legs are thick with two-toed feet. There's a light yellow paw pad on each foot's underside. It has thin green leaves sprouting from the top of its body. Exegutor has three to six round light yellow heads that resemble coconuts, each with differing facial expressions. You think they're related to the eggs? We heard that before. (laughs) Hmm. Each head thinks independently of the others, so it makes a lot of noise as each head speaks its mind. If all the heads want to go in a different direction, the body is unable to move. They are able to communicate telepathically as well and sometimes use it to come to a joint decision. It uses psychic powers to fight, and since all three heads are capable, its power is tripled. Doesn't it have six heads? Three to six. So, okay, so okay. maybe six. Gotcha. I, um, I don't know. I don't know either. Uh, this just becomes more confusing as we peel away the, the layers. The
0: uh- very. <laughs> <laughs> detailed
1: complicated <laughs> lore of executor uh, if one of these heads grows too large it falls off and gr- groups back together to become an execute in the anime executor also has been seen in groups of its own kind meaning that it is not a solitary pokemon it lives in forests and jungles i thought it was the forest and jungles wait but
0: it's like they coconuts in forests yeah but when they fall off they're they turn into the egg Pokemon. So are they coconuts or the eggs or are they seeds? I don't. Okay. Hang on. Uh,
1: due to the abundance of, oh, this is for the Alolan variant, which is, uh, I think, one of the best designed Pokemon in the game. Oh, you think one of, it is the best designed Pokemon, <laughs> hands down. I've, I, I've not seen every single Pokemon, so I don't know if I can make that claim. However, <laughs> one of the best, probably my favorite. Um, due to the abundance of sunlight in the Alola region, Executor grows over five times taller than in other regions. Its neck is thinner and much longer, causing it to resemble more of a palm tree. This variant of Executor has a long tapering tail with two leaves and a fourth light green head on the tip. This extra head can act on its own and defend the rear. Its long neck Ooh. Can, can be used like a whip to attack enemies with its hard head. However, its neck Ooh. can also be a weak point as it will become dizzy swinging around its head. Its increased oh height reduced its need for a psychic defense and instead awakened draconic powers. The people of Alola <laughs> claim that Alolan Executor is this Pokemon's true form. <laughs> Ancient carvings and murals des- depict this Pokemon. Its extra height makes us the tallest grass type and dragon type as well as the heaviest grass type well what a wild journey we have been on
0: <laughs> i thought that there was a better argument for dragon type other than it's so tall that it realized <laughs> it was a dragon have How you ever been I so tall to be?
1: yeah. uh, shaquille
0: o'neal size shaq is a dragon ah uh. shaq the magic dragon <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, let's let's talk about some stats here. All right, so uh, for for regular old non Shack executor, max CP <laughs> of thirty fourteen. It, it's actually a pretty impressive Pokemon for its class, and, and by that I mean a second evolution to a, a rather common Pokemon. Um, it's got two hundred thirty three attack, one hundred and forty nine defense, and two hundred sixteen stamina. That attack and stamina score kind of put it in the top ten percent ish of Pokemon, so that's pretty good. But the defense is is pretty low we're talking Mm -hmm. like middle of the road its best move set in that form is confusion and solar beam so a little bit of mixed dps there but both Mm -hmm. of them do get stabbed so that's good the alolan variant aka the true variant i suppose if you are in alola and like to feel superior or if you're shaquille o'neal and this would be your pokemon (laughs) partner why wouldn't it be right finally see eye to eye there we go so the max cp is identical thirty fourteen. But there is a slight change in the stats, and by that I mean like almost no difference, but here we go. Slightly varied stats from its Kanto counterpart with 230 attack. That's right, three points less, 153 defense, four points more, and an identical stamina stat. So, apparently, that slight change makes it end up with the same CP at the max level. Hmm. What a wild world we live in. The big change here is the dragon typing instead of psychic, of course. The best move set for the Alolan version is Bullet, Seed, and Solar Beam. You can, of course, also choose to run double dragon moves if you so please, which would be Dragon Tail and Dragon Pulse. It's not bad. It's just that pretty much every other dragon that can use dragon moves and have a double dragon set is better than alone lone Exeggutor. So mm-hmm. there's that. Uh, he's he's a good Pokemon. He's a tall boy. He's forever in our hearts, but uh, not the top of the DPS charts. Let's just say that. Any final closing thoughts on Exeggutor, Nick?
1: I think I'm going to... St- start an alolan executor cult okay um all right well
0: you you give me a ring yeah when you uh when you and your alolan um servants uh have it all figured out okay
1: gotcha uh i i I do like the solar beam animation for alolan executor Uh, because it just
0: comes out of the sky yeah and he leans back a little bit yeah (laughs) charging a big move one of our uh one of uh listeners he was also in Discord? He made a uh, one of those "Let's Go" playground things where you run around with fifty of the same type of Pokemon and, <laughs> and herd them up. Uh-huh. And he did that with fifty alone Executors. I'm gonna have to. And, I'm uh, gonna have
1: to look at that after the after the.
0: I show. like sat there with my hands over my mouth, just squealing for like a good <laughs> little bit. It was really great. They're just like <laughs> in mass, but fifty of them. Oh, it was awesome. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> anyway, Nick. It's a special occasion. You're here, but also because we haven't done a proper PvP section in a number of weeks. But this week, that changes everything because we're going to talk about the Jungle Cup and just the first few thoughts about the meta there because it's July 2nd and we're already two days into this cup (laughs) so we should probably talk about it maybe now nick before we get started Mm -hmm. i don't think you've ever been here for like a super pvp discussion but why don't you give the folks at home a little bit of an idea about your level of investment in pvp uh oh uh all
1: right um occasionally i'll battle the gym the 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 team leaders
0: okay (laughs) that's it that's
1: it (laughs) Occasionally. Oh, I
0: thought, okay. <laughs> I asked you, that thinking there was more. Okay, There's all right, well, not more. I, uh, I don't now, PvP a now lot. Now that the cat's out of the bag. <laughs> <laughs> now that you know you're dealing with an expert. <laughs> all right, well, okay. I'm going to lay some fat now. Oh, it's knowledge. weird. I don't, see, okay. I
1: don't see Kyogre in here.
0: Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, expertise gone. What am I doing? Uh-oh. Okay, well, we're <laughs> going to talk about the Jungle Cup. Uh, so, Nick, the Jungle Cup is a organized pvp tournament with a rule set with a type limitation of four types mm-hmm. and those four types are electric bug grass and normal and a couple of weeks ago we took the opportunity to talk about normal typing because this is the first time that normal types have shown up in any of these competitive cups so it's very cool to talk about and while there are normal types on here not all the ones we talked about this last time are going to be included so this is just through the lens of Jungle Cup. This is just the overview. Again, shout out to Pokemon Go for making this awesome write up. We're going to be leaning on heavily here. So first thing up on the chopping block is, of course, normal types. We called this a while ago, but Vigoroth is definitely going to be like the main man of this entire thing. He's he's going to be the Lucario basically of this cup. So he's either going to wreck or be heavily countered. So you're going to need a counter on your team for this Mm -hmm. guy. Other notable additions are Noctowl and Pidgeot. Uh, they're really good for flying moves. Again, bringing that, that that double typing in there. So normal and flying. Of course, it's going to be going up against grass types. Let's talk about those. Venusaur. nobody's surprised here. Uh, it brings, you know, the grass and poison typing. And Meganium and Sceptile are good too. It's interesting to see their like coverage. Meganium has Earthquake septile's got you know a couple of interesting other moves he's also got a ground move cool stuff breloom's in there breloom's got access to fighting moves so that of course is going to be really good against any sort of normal type including Vigoroth. so breloom gets again another chance to shine that's awesome let's talk about bug types real quick fortress heracross Vespaquin which is very interesting hmm. because it's bug flying and has double resistance to fighting move. So it would be kind of good against Vigoroth because Vigoroth is definitely bringing counter to the table. Um, Heracross is great because as a fighting second type. So again, within the lens of trying to counter Vigoroth, Heracross is an excellent choice. Uh, and of course, I mean, like going back to Fortress, you never see Fortress ever spoken about ever. So I guess this is nice. Good for you. Fortress. you Shiny looks like it's covered in peanut butter. Electric types. Alolan Golem is interesting because, again, it brings electric to the uh, to to its normal type combination, which qualifies it for this cup. That's exciting. Magnezone, electric, and steel. It is going to have double weakness to ground types. So that's kind of a, a bad move if you know somebody's going to be bringing, like, let's say, the meganium or the septile to bring in those kind of, like, low-key, <laughs> under-the-radar ground moves lanterns also an excellent electric choice uh, because it can go up against grass type moves because it's going to have just normal neutral damage to itself so the survivability is is definitely up on that guy and that's pretty much it i mean i feel like we're going to talk about jungle cup kind of going up i want to just kind of give a very 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 brief overview. i think that was only a few minutes so that you guys can kind of start thinking about things that you want to build your team Mm -hmm. with the reason that we're not doing a full in-depth discussion right now first of all Kyle isn't here and him and I usually kind of go back and forth about this but mostly it's because this cup because it's bringing in kind of a new wild card type of normal is going to see so much change while it's live in the actual like tournament circuit as as it were so i'm not too confident that these Choices that are out here on this guide, while well thought out, I'm not too confident they're going to stick around for too long. So, just kind of keep those as like an idea. I think the Vigoroth counter and uh, having Vigoroth on your team as an unavoidable choice is definitely going to stick around. But I bet you we're going to see some interesting stuff uh, over the next month for this cup.
1: So, the, my question is: Do you have any specific Pokemon that is not included on this list that you would uh, like to highlight or mention?
0: I think Caesar is a good pick. Uh, the only problem is the steel typing. So it, the steel typing makes him rather vulnerable to a couple of things. Uh, fighting being one of them. So the bug would normally be resistant to it, but steel makes mm-hmm. it neutral damage. And fighting type moves on Biggeroth uh, is just like what you're trying to avoid when you're bringing your gotcha. bug types. So that's the only thing. But I really want, I really want to be there for Caesar, you know. So, are you interested in even like getting a team together for this and doing some like sparring? Um, I probably don't
1: have the candy or the dust. However, uh, if we would like to spar
0: during our um our upcoming trip, then yeah, I'd be down. Okay, we could do that. I'll just make you dump four hundred thousand Stardust into (laughs) things that you'll never use again. Sounds good to me. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, I'm excited for this cup. I know that our Discord, if you are a patron. I know that we're going to hold a Jungle Cup at the end of this month. So I'm, I'm very much looking forward to that. Yeah. Okay. And that brings us to, of course, the Pokepole. So last week's Pokepole was, if you could
1: increase the spawn rate of one Pokemon, what would it be? Julius said, how about Finian? Uh, I don't even have a Finian and don't even get me started on Luminian. So Finian could spawn in an event, possibly release shiny Finian. So Chris could finish his living decks quickly thank you for thinking of me julius i appreciate it (laughs) sheldon said i'd be happy with any of the pseudos dratini larvitar Beldum, or gibble uh well i'm good on bagons but i didn't start playing until late last year so missed all of the other community days and it's not the need for good ivy really just want that sweet sweet candy so i'm gonna pause you for
0: a second do you know what he means by pseudo
1: yeah the pseudo legendaries
0: yes yeah okay yeah so a a lot of people don't know what those mean especially if you've never played any of the main series games so Mm -hmm. to clear it up for for those at home what's a what's a pseudo legendary
1: uh so essentially pokemon that are more common than legendaries or yeah more common than legendaries but far more powerful than normal sort of -of run-of-the-mill pokemon
0: right yeah, they have um, they don't have the legendary status like in the mm-hmm. Pokedex not listed as legendary, but their stats either put them right underneath or on par in some cases with legendary mm-hmm. stats. Yeah. Ron said Gibble. I already
1: have the candy thanks to the Adventure Reek, but his IVs are terrible. I'm hoping to find a better one before I put everything I have into this one. Spider-Man C-137 said it used to be horsey, but Adventure Week took care of that. So I would say scaroopy. <laughs> yeah, there were
0: enough horsey to choke a horse. Why would you do e. that? I don't know.
1: <laughs> like you said, Magikarp, I've been playing since day one and I'm nowhere close to maxing out my fisherman medal. Plus, I can't imagine evolving 25 Gyarados to transfer into Let's Go without an
0: increase in Magikarp spawns. Ooh. So is that
1: something you have to do?
0: No, uh, Mikey is the one that made the video of the Alolan executors oh. and so he's doing it with every Pokemon. So, Okay, Mikey. I'll mm-hmm. check that out. Uh,
1: Legendary Moose said Tallboy. For real, though, it'd either be it Tallboy or Machop. Both are great for players starting out with gym and raid battles, fair in PvP, and are never a waste of dust to power
0: up. Good deal. Yeah. Nick, what about you? If you could increase the spawn rate of one Pokemon, what would it be?
1: I am going to say Growlithe, so I can finally catch a shiny Growlithe
0: is that has that been on your, your list
1: yes it's been on my list Arcanine's is my favorite pokemon ever and uh i like the shiny in the universe in the universe and i like the shiny variant i think it looks nice
0: it's a handsome pokemon for sure yeah um all right so what about this next question the this week's poke question is what pokemon do you wish had an alolan variant feel free to describe it a little bit if you want so nick is there a particular pokemon you'd love to see kind of reimagined with different typing or a slight adjustment or something like that
1: so i i have no idea on the typing uh because even when playing the main series games i have to have the chart nearby and i'm not entirely sure of
0: every single alolan variant is there an alolan snorlax no there's not all the alolan I, <laughs> variants in pokemon go are the alolans okay the, the, there's none
1: that are missing oh, oh awesome uh i'm gonna say Alolan Snarlax then and it is uh human sized and looks very human-esque but it's just uncanny valley enough uh to be terrifying
0: oh okay so i guess why it would be
1: different it would be like normal dark then why is he different yeah, like uh, how is he different from regular Snorlax? It's like it's like skinny and and like person sized. So he's just like a. Th- so he gets like he's
0: like a, th- a thin Snorlax.
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm sorry, Chris. No, no, no. I thought
0: this was my answer. No, I'm just. am <laughs> <laughs> just thinking of, I'm just trying to think it through. I mean, like it's hard for me to imagine a Snorlax that isn't fat. I you know. I know. It's,
1: I know. it's hard to imagine an executor that isn't. Night. I mean, five times that taller is than anything else. Shaquille O'Neal sized. <laughs> <laughs> I no. I wanted to. I wanted okay. to be sort of the like. Is that a person or is that a terrifying Snorlax? Like out of the corner <laughs> of the it eye, turns around. You're
0: like, oh, <laughs> yeah. oh, okay. Yikes! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, for myself. Um, I really want to see an Alolan Gyarados. Uh, it's, it's kind of a weird thing going on with Gyarados because regular old Gyarados is typing is actually water flying. And so what I would love to see is an Alolan variant where it's flying water. And instead of, uh, instead of Magikarp evolving into a giant sea serpent, it turns into like a sky serpent where it's like really thin and it actually has wings and stuff like that. And it just is... Absolutely terrifying, you know. Can you imagine a Gyarados flying? A Gyarados, but skinny. Yeah, nothing is. Oh, I suppose I just kind of copied your idea, didn't I? (laughs) No. no. Well,
1: no, I like that.
0: It's not uncanny valley at all. It actually doesn't look like a human whatsoever. So, but out of the corner of your eye, maybe. (laughs) Maybe. You'd be like, huh, is that a bird? Oh, no, that's a giant sea serpent that's going to eat my family in one fell swoop. I'm into it. I like yeah. it. I'd like to, I, I would, i really like it if it had um sort of
1: like a, uh, an East Asian influence.
0: Ooh, yeah, that'd be
1: pretty cool. I think that'd be really cool.
0: Well, then I suppose it would have to just be, it would probably just turn to flying dragon then. Yeah, okay, I would like that. I would like it to abandon its water typing and then be like dragon flying and then just like leave the water altogether. That'd be pretty cool. Oh, Yeah, that would be cool. Hmm. Well, anyway, dear listener, if you have an answer to the question, what Pokemon do you wish had an Alolan variant? Feel free to, you know, give us some details to our backstory, whatever you want. You can answer that when it's posted on Facebook or Twitter or in our Discord if you're a patron. Or you can send us an email to mail at gocastpodcast.com. Dot com. And speaking of email, we got one this week from DeFi E. And it's basically an update on the goals that she set for herself. Nick, why don't you give us a quick run through of this? All right. She said, goal number one, 50 gold gyms. Status quo on this
1: one? Making progress on a few gyms, but haven't flipped any over from silver to gold. Goal number two, level 40 X3. Current EXP is uh, just under 51.15 million. Wow, impressive. Uh, I'm doing okay on pacing, less than 9 million to go. These EXP events will help big time. Goal number three 1 million dust. I'm steadily in between 300,000 and 400,000, hoping to hit 500,000 this week. I'm working on my Jungle Cup team, which keeps me spending it, which is frustrating. I feel that. Goal number four, uh, and this one is bolded and marked done. So. Exciting, Mm -hmm. top 10% global ranking in Sylph. Achieved this after my local Rainbow Cup, thinking my stretch goal should be to reach the challenger level, which is around ranked 3,200 or the top 5.2%.
0: Oh, good luck with that. Oh, man. Quite
1: impressive. Yeah, Yeah, that's quite the climb. Goal number five, Ultra League Veteran. Slow going, 56 out of 200. Now that Jungle Cup is approaching, I'll be practicing more, which will put me working towards this badge. Goal number 6 extra large carp badge. I've only found one more extra large carp hoping to trade for some more. Awesome. Sir, quite impressive goals.
0: Yes, I I like how it is like laid out for the entire summer. I like that she set goals for mm-hmm. herself like this. I mean Absolutely. We talk about goals every single week here and people talk about liking to set their goals and stuff like that. But I think that she might have put the most effort into this that of anybody that's probably sent in an email. So I would encourage you, listener, if you guys have never sent in goals or you've never set goals for yourself in this game, even if you're not a level 40, this is not an end game plus sort of thing. You can do this now. I mean, set something fun for yourself because just doing the XP grind is not, you know, there's more to this game than that for sure. That was the only email that we had this week. Nick, you want to, you want to set some goals yourself? Now, Nick and I are actually going to be out of town for like the next week ish together hanging out in Austin, Texas. Um, so i'll I'll be there to give you a hard time about these. You will, and uh, you are part of my goal. Uh, I am
1: going to scam you out of some special trades. okay? Give okay, me things that I want and give me garbage. not, not garbage. okay, <laughs> but uh, things that you want, yeah, I got I got a little bit. okay, what what else? What else? Um, how about let's say what's today? Tuesday? Yeah, sure is. Let's say ten Grout on raids.
0: Okay. Oh, because you better believe we're gonna be raiding. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, you best. We've got what five point five point eight a day to do? Five point two six a day. Five point two six, (laughs) sorry. I'm like positive ten right now, so I I'm in the clear. We can take it kind of easy, but I'm not going Mm -hmm. to, so yeah, yeah. Gear up for that. (laughs) Okay. So scam Chris out of special trades. (laughs) And uh 10 Groudon raids. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm into that. Goals for myself while we're in Austin. I really want to hit at least 30 raids. Now that's kind of actually a low ball for me because there are a couple of days I'm going to be there kind of uh, roaming around alone. Mm -hmm. Um, just kind of on the fringe because that's the way that flights worked out. So I'm really hoping that I get some time to to seriously raid. But you know, Nick and I, I'm sure, I'm sure we'll we'll at least crank out those 10. So 30 for me. Uh, another 200k stardust and i want to get my jungle cup team finished i haven't even started it yet but i have i I took a look at it when i first saw the rule set and i have like two or three pokemon that are already there so given Hmm. all the time and travel and stuff i'm gonna have to myself i think i should be able to really think about formulate and power up a team by next week so we'll see how that goes awesome so end of the show here again you can send us email to mail at gocastpodcast.com you can visit our website at gocastpodcast.com follow us on twitter at gocastpodcast like us on facebook search for the gocast podcast you can support us on patreon that's p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com forward slash gocastpodcast and if monetary support is not your deal and you still want to help out, you can always leave us a review on iTunes, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, wherever you might be listening. Uh, any review helps, even if you don't write one up. If you just hit the stars, boom, please do. That That helps us out immensely. And if you want to keep up to speed with all the going ons or goings on, I can never remember. Um, with 500 Raids of Summer, you can visit 500raidsofsummer.com or go to gocastpodcast.com. And there is a tab for it. So, I mean, I'll have links to all the videos and all the stats and the live updated Excel sheet that I got going on in there. It's it's a good time. And if you guys have been raiding yourself and you want to help spread the word and the love about 500 Raids of Summer, use the hashtag 500 Raids of summer when you post those photos and all that jazz. I know I'm going to be doing a couple from Austin for sure because why wouldn't I? <laughs> <laughs> all right. And I think that's it. That's it, Nick. We did it. That's it. We, we sure did. One entire
1: thanks for, year under the belt.
0: Man, thanks for being here every step of the way, Nick. You're I really,
1: <laughs> I appreciate sharing this anniversary with you. Unfortunately, I, I, this, guys, this is going to be my last show. I didn't want it to, to happen like this. Chris, I'm sorry to let but you know this way.
0: You're retiring?
1: Yeah, this will be it. Uh, I'll be Jack, on. You can't do this. I'm, I'm more than happy to to be on as a guest every once in a while, but I'm going to have to take a step back from the show. I'm
0: tearing up. It's okay, man. That's all right. This uh-huh. is like deja vu for me right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thanks, Nick, so much for joining us. Uh, and by us, I mean just me because everybody else is sick and dying. So, um, well, I don't know who we're recording this for then. Cause they're all sick and dying. Huh. Hmm. Well, Snorlax strikes. again. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, we'll see you guys next week for episode 54. Bye-bye. Bye.